I mean, why do people think that life should always be happy? You know, because when I was a little boy, my mother used to sing me a song. It went like this. Life is short, life is shit, and soon it will be over. This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, D. Simon. I'm Wyatt Wackerly. What's up there, Wagner? Just doing the craft. Kind of off my game tonight. I'm in a foul mood. Been in a foul mood all day. Just ask so? why. <laughs> I was trying to find, think of a snide comment, but I couldn't do that. Because it's it, it just pissed me off. Is it because Bieber like, and just in Orlando Bloom got in a fight? No, actually, that made my that that gave me a little bright moment oh. in the day. Why does this world need to day. be so cruel? Can't I, we just get along? I wish they would have had video of the fight. No, what pissed me off is I get to work they do today. Have video. Yeah, they don't have video you of the punches really being it. thrown. It's not very good. Yeah. Yeah, you can't see the at the actual punch. Um, but I have been following the Instagram war. Uh, Who do you think would win, actually, in a fight? Uh, probably Bieber. <laughs> Dude, just, uh, Orlando Bloom is like 10 years older. And but he's bigger. like a twig. He's bigger. He's bigger than Bieber, isn't he? I don't know. You know, Bieber, he, he, he sort of fakes that like hard-ass, hardcore, gangsta thug thing. And I don't know, maybe some of it actually did rub off. He looks like he has street cred. Yes, he's more tattooed, but Orlando Bloom played a pirate. He also played a fey elf. <laughs> if they were fighting with bows and arrows, yeah, then but an elf that could slide down. Um, what are those things called? Those elephant monster things? <laughs> yeah, the elephant monster. Whatever. <laughs> the gray leg faced man. <laughs> the guy with a leg on his face. The guy with a leg on his face. He's sliding down the leg, shooting arrows. I'm also, I'm also giving Bieber credit that I, he definitely has bigger, more badass uh, bodyguards that I think would step in and crush Orlando, and I'm giving him credit for that. Well, I love how they were saying that the two entourages, the crews, clashed. I was like, who's Orlando Bloom's crew? <laughs> I hang out with the Bloom. I mean, I Maybe would. Maybe Frodo. Yeah, you think he was hanging Frodo. out with a bunch of hobbits? A couple. Of, I, I wouldn't mind the dwarves. Those guys are tough. Right. That, okay, but you know, that didn't piss me off. But along okay, the yeah, same lines, if we're talking about the supernatural, fantastic realms, today at my work, I didn't know about this, but apparently today is Harry Potter's birthday. Do you know about Daniel that? Daniel Radcliffe's birthday or actual Harry Potter's birthday? The, the fictional character. Person? The fictional character, Harry Potter, it's his birthday. His birthday is July 30th? 31st or 30th oh. 30th yeah today's the 30th so yeah that's his birthday wow. what a, why why would it that's so stupid at my work they celebrate harry potter's birthday and they had cakes and they they celebrate other people's birthdays too but everyone was supposed to wear harry potter things and i saw the email go out a few days ago from the human resource bitch and i was like i looked at it 
Now just delete. Participation is mandatory. I, no, I mean, you're not going to get fired over it, but you do get frowns. You get comments. Unsolicited Tell comments. Tell me you're like a Jehovah's Witness and you're not allowed to worship a false idol. I should have said, well, I I'm kind of annoyed that what's her, who's the author's name? I can't even remember. J.K. Rowling. I'm kind of like, to what purpose did it serve in the story that you you didn't even need to know Harry Potter's specific birthday? Like most books don't do that. What what other fictional characters' birthdays do you celebrate? Unless their birthday was like, you know, it's a plot point that or symbolic that like, oh, I was born on April first and my whole life has been a joke. Or well, okay, December twenty fifth. Born on December twenty fifth and I've always yeah. been upstaged by Jesus and Santa Claus and well, that's kind of the of story of my characters. life. But just like, oh, and Harry Potter's birthday was July 30th, which was a special day because it was his birthday. There's no, like, symbolism to it or anything. I don't know. Everybody was wearing... She's not a good writer. Everybody was wearing wizard outfits and uh, outfits of of being in the different schools. And I guess I had to be in one of the schools. I I was one of the uh, Huffle Pumps or something. Huffle Lumps? Huffle Lump. What, they assigned you a character? Yeah, no, we had to be assigned in groups of school, of one of the schools. And so, What's a anyway. Pump? Is that the good one? I, What's I don't the know. good one? I don't know. Slytherin Isn't there a name the for the non-wizard one. people? You could have just been on one of those. A muggle. I'm not familiar enough with the book. Oh, I, I didn't like on. those books. Yeah, I loved them. That's I'm an adult. I don't, I don't yeah. need to read that. <laughs> I read them all three times. <laughs> I, I bet you did. Yeah. I did. Better to converse with children. Yeah. Um, but no, anyway, that, that's the thing. It's a child's book. So I'm in this meeting with adults talking about the shit that they make me do. And, uh, and, and there, there's a guy dressed as a wizard. There's a girl dressed as an elf. There's another one dressed there's as an, an elf. owl. There's no elves. Or whatever they are. I don't know. Some fantasy character. And then another there's one dressed as an owl. Probably Dobby, that little... Uh, well, they have owls, is like they? A, Yeah, they do have an owl. Owl. And so I'm trying to, to, to be serious with them, and it's difficult. And then, then what pissed me off is they have this big cake thing, cake day. And you know what it is? They're trying to distract you from the hell that is work. Like, why not no, just wait, make... Wait, did cake day coincide with Harry Potter, or was it a Harry Potter cake? Harry Potter cake day. It was a big wizard hat cake. <laughs> like ah. a cone? Yeah, a big cone, That's but on top of, cake? On top of layered it? cakes, though. Oh. So it was so just kind of... layered part. Yeah, well, no, the, the hat was, was edible, edible, too. Like, it was a big <laughs> cake-shaped... Fuck, got it's, to, it's the whole thing the, enrages me. Who got me. to eat the hat part versus the sheet? Oh, they were all excited about who got the tip of the hat. Yeah, no, I could tell. I mean, even I can tell that that's... I mean, that's the best Would you part. have been in costume? Hell no. Ugh. I'm still interested, but did the, did the hat part go to, like, the CFO? No, they, team? they gave it to the people wearing the best costume. So, like, if someone was oh, really dressed up as a wizard, they're like, you can choose first How which part of the cake. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what character he was. But I mean, the, the point of what I'm trying to say is, why are they trying to distract us from the hell that is our lives? It's team building. It's not building my team. I mean, maybe yeah, those people slow, are just... Slowly but surely, they're chipping away at your rough exterior. It makes me even more resentful of where yeah, I am. Like, why not yeah. just, like, make it look like what it actually is? Chained to your desk, doing just mindless, you know, mind-numbingly boring work, the same rote job, you know, tasks every single day. Well, really, in re- I mean, if you would be really cynical, this is just another form of... It's adding to the torture. 
Oh, believe me, it's the real the real sadists that are behind the scenes. They know that this even sucks your soul out even more. That's why it's there because you know, and it gives them even greater pleasure. Well, I think I'm going to make this. I'm going to make this the prisoners dress up as clowns and laugh (laughs) sardonically. Well, I think part of it is too. It's like, oh, this will you know, this will make them more productive. It'll make them happier. Like, have you ever seen those videos where it's like a like a Thai prison? And they're all, and they all have to do like a coordinated, you know, Michael Jackson thriller dance. I've always found that kind of exceptionally horrifying. Like, wait a minute, you're in a Thai prison, which isn't like, you know, even up to the standards of an American prison. It's probably horrifying. And now you have to do a, like a song, you have to learn your steps and a song and dance routine that they're then going to put on the internet that you can't even look at. I think that was the Philippines, actually. Wasn't the Philippines? Whatever. It might have been the Philippines. But yeah, I know. It's like, well, what are you trying to do? It's like, Although, yeah, that's really soul-crushing. At like, that let point... Let me sit in my room and read a book. Yeah, but they, won't, they don't want to let you do that. At that point, what they're doing is bribing you with privileges, probably. Is But it, the privilege isn't like being in the video, right? You're saying if you do a good job in the video? Yeah, if you, take, if you participate in dancing or whatever, they're like, okay, here is an extra Twinkie. Or something. Or here's a cigarette. Jesus. Talk about like a teacher's pet. Anyway, speaking of Harry Potter, I was in a bad mood all day about that. And then I read today that, uh, you know, Daniel Radcliffe was poncing around the convention over at Comic-Con disguised as Spider-Man. Did you hear about that? It wasn't Daniel Radcliffe. It was a Maisie Williams or whatever who plays Arya Stark. And Daniel Radcliffe. Same well, they costume. they both were doing that? Yeah, they both did the same thing. Huh. Yeah, Maisie Williams did too. Did you have to do that so you didn't get recognized? Me? Yeah. Yeah, well. <laughs> famous <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe, Maisie Williams, and famous podcaster D. Simon. D. Simon, yeah. You have to disguise your voice. I'm not a podcaster. I was dressed up I'm as a Smurf. Sp- I'm, sp- I'm Smurfette. <laughs> <laughs> I was gender bending. No, no one recognized me. I didn't even see. I wonder. I bet you there were probably some fans there. I'm sure, but not as many fans of Daniel Radcliffe. I mean, there's 300,000 people there. There like are a lot like of people. One sick and wrong fan? Maybe. You never know. Um, feed. No, you know what? It, it was entertaining. I went down on Saturday for one day. I think I talked about it last week that I was going down there. I went for one day. Yeah. It's kind of packed with people. You can't move through anything. I don't even understand why you would go, personally. You can't go to any of those panels. They're People stay, they sleep out overnight to get in line for the panels. Mm-hmm. And if you do get to a panel, you're way in the back. I think the only way to really enjoy Comic-Con is if you're another famous person. If you're a celebrity, then you get treated like, you get, well, you know, you get preferential you get treatment. like a celebrity? <laughs> yeah, you get preferential treatment. So you can actually do all those things. You know, yeah. but, if, but if you're just Life's a commoner. probably pretty great all the time if you're a celebrity. Yeah. Which is why I think it's funny when you hear about them going, like getting into a fight at the bar. It's like, what are you fighting about? Your life is a fucking paradise. Because they're, they're fighting over their, their A-list chicks that they bang. Who cares? They all look the same. When, when, when they get that hot, they all look the same. It's like, well, I'll just take, I'll just take this 10. You have that 10, I'll take this it's 10. Ego. I'll, just, it's, I'll take two other 10s. It's territorial pissing. Ego. That's the, that's the whole reason why they're fighting is over Selena she Gomez. Seems dumb. You've got a lot to lose. Because, I mean, if, if somebody else gets hurt who's not famous, they're going to sue your ass. Yeah. You know who? You know what I should have started? You know what I should have done? I was thinking about this. 
And the only celebrity I met was George R. R. Martin in the elevator. You should have taken a swing at him. Yeah, could you imagine if I punched George R. R. Martin in the face? Would that have been like, do you think that would have made Sick and Wrong just like an, an internationally recognized podcast? And even better was if you would have taken a swing at him and then he would have kicked your ass. What if, okay, what if this? What if I would have taken a swing at him? He fell down, had a heart attack and died. <laughs> then would you, be a, you'd be you'd go to prison yeah but then I do you mean, think sick and wrong i'd be the, and then you get shivved in prison because i'm sure there's a lot of game of thrones <laughs> fans in prison who'd be like oh you are dead do you think they would hate me the world would hate me more than hitler it'd be close yeah would they hate me more than israelis well like, you're almost are an israeli already <laughs> i didn't you know he was what was funny about it is that my friends of ours were staying at the Marriott Hotel. And apparently, uh, George R. R. Martin was staying on the same floor. So we went back to get my girlfriend's bag. We got in the elevator. And there's George R. R. Martin with two chicks who were still older, but younger than he was. You know, younger than he is. They're probably, I don't know, in their 40s. Did they smell like butt-ussy? They didn't smell like sex, but I can't smell, so it doesn't really matter. Oh, right. I forgot. You should have yeah. asked your girlfriend. While he's in the elevator right next to you. Does it smell like Badassi? Just tell me. He probably smelled like every other con person. Just like a fart and just dried semen. That's what they, that whole place just smells of fart and BO, really. Because it's hot outside and those people never bathe. Those nerds don't bathe, yeah. And they just fart indiscriminately. They don't care. Um, but no, so anyway, he was in the, we're in the elevator with him. So I was just like, hey, how's it going? And he was just like, hey, you enjoying the con? I was like, yeah. And, and then I was just kind of thinking... I you guys really, kind of have the same voice. <laughs> yeah, we do kind of. We're both kind of sort of nasal. Right. I was, How's your book? How's your book? Well, my book's not selling really well compared to yours, obviously. <laughs> Any tips? <laughs> Write something good that people like? <laughs> I should have said that. I was going to say, shouldn't you be upstairs writing the rest of that book instead of potentially, you know, drinking yourself to death on the streets at three in the morning? He, he probably would have been like, well, I already wrote my half a page for the day. That guy, you know what he should do? He should just, like, have a heart attack and die. Or Kill fake him. his own death. Or suicide. Like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, that's what he, he should fake his own death just to fuck with everybody. Go live in Argentina like Hitler did. And now, that, that, would be, that would be great. Um, now, you know what they were really plugging that, that, at the con? They, they were really pushing that show, The Leftovers. You ever heard of that? I've I've eaten the leftovers before. Is that what that show's about? I've heard it. It's supposed to be terrible. Yeah, I think it's just about like leftover meatloaf from and Olive Garden and shit. Yeah, just uh, the same, I don't know some stale bread. What's it about? Like the rapture? Pasta. Yeah, I, I don't know. I haven't seen it, but uh, they're they're like all these. Booze. I've heard it's really bad. Well, they also do this immersive marketing at Comic Con where like you go to a booth, and you're like, is this like an ad or a booth or what is this? And so they had apparently for the people that disappeared because in the show like three percent of the world's population disappeared you could get a doll that they called the departed and it's a stand-in doll for your loved one that disappeared so you can cope with the grief so there are all these like realistic looking because <laughs> we're dolls. all children yeah and so you'd see these booths selling these dolls everywhere so at first i didn't know what that show was about i had never heard of it and i was just like what's what's going on here and like, why do, why is like every you know eighth booth filled with these like real dolls it's weird. They're just Jesse really. Mod. HBO just has a ton of money. You yeah, can push they do. that. Push that show. 
But yeah, I wouldn't recommend going. I mean, there are a lot of hot girls there, though. Actually, a lot of hot. It girls. is one big advertisement, though. I mean, people people complain about advertising, but then everybody seems to go nuts for Comic Con, which is just a big advertisement these days. The whole thing is just an advertisement, not for comics. It's pretty much just for. I uh, prefer Marvel to games. go to the independent comic conventions. <laughs> <laughs> This is my comic, and it's in black and white, and it's printed on newsprint about my experiences as a transgender youth. <laughs> oh, brilliant. I'll take three. It was difficult to get around there, though, actually. I had to park, like, at my girlfriend's parents' house, like, outside of the downtown. Yeah. Shivers. Well, there was no, there was no way to, uh, to, to get down there. I mean, there was nowhere to park. You couldn't even drive through downtown. So we had to take uh, Yeah, well, Uber. you heard about that one guy, right? I love it when this happens, when somebody is just like, because it's a huffing moment, and I'm, I'm a big fan of the huffing. It's like huffing taking the extreme. Not like, you like know, somebody get run guard. over or something? <laughs> yeah, somebody got run over. Because, like, people are in front of somebody's car, and they always have their kids in the car, and then they're like, my children were frightened. And I guess they were deaf or something. And, yeah, the guy plowed over, like, an old lady because he, like, start huffing, and then he, like, inches forward. And then when you inch forward into a crowd of people, even if they're jaywalking, then they start slamming on your car, and it's like a vicious cycle. Yeah, and then the guy plowed over a lady. Was she wearing, uh, the old lady, was she wearing a slave Leia outfit? A what outfit? A slave Leia outfit. Oh, no. <laughs> he did. The guy, I guess the guy, did, at least uh, the early report I saw, the guy claimed that, like, he was, his children were frightened by people in zombie costumes. Oh, and that's why he had up. to, like, plow over a 65 year old lady. Yeah, I bet. No, but it was chaos down there. I mean, there's so many people. They block off all the roads. I don't even know where you'd park your car. So we just ended up taking Uber. And the whole area around the convention center is kind of fucked anyways. Because that's, like, right on the other side of that, like, major road. And right then there's Petco, the cable Petco cars. Park. The baseball and, field uh, there, too. Yeah, and the baseball field. It's like it's not a good accessible car type area. Yeah, so we, we had to rely on Uber. And, uh, you Uber. know, I never actually signed up for that. I never signed up for Uber. And I got to well, say. Because you, you have to sign up to use it, right? Well, yeah, I just I never downloaded the app. I just, you know, whatever. I have a car here in L.A. It just never occurred to me to get it. But I like the idea of Uber. I just would worry. You know what it reminds me of? It reminded me of uh, the car, that car carpooling thing that they did in the East Bay. Do they still do that? Casual carpool? Casual carpool. Because yeah. you just get into a random person's car. You don't know who this person is. The funny thing is, where I live, is there's no casual carpool spot, but those people just drive up to the bus stop, and they just like, it's like they're fucking trying to pick up a prostitute. They're like, hey, you going to the city? And you're like, yeah, that's why I'm waiting on the bus. And they're like, get in my car, I'll take you. Well, because and the reason being is they they get to skip the toll or they, go, they skip the toll lanes and they get to drive skip around the so. toll and you get to go in the carpool lane. Yeah, it's double double. And benefit. so you you save like what eight bucks? I think you actually have to pay the toll now. You do have to pay the toll now. We they used to be it. able to skip the toll. You can't skip the toll, but I mean, getting in the carpool lane it takes waiting in the, you know, the toll plaza it takes it from twenty minutes down to like three minutes. But but Uber's way I mean, more than the money. What do you do? Do you do Uber or Lyft? Uber, only because there's no Lyft in the East Bay. There's only Uber. See, in LA they have both, but I, I just don't. Right. Well, they the have Uber both, and there's like three others in San Francisco. But so, what's weird about it? Casual carpool. Usually, you just get in the back seat, and there's two other people that get in the car with you. Uber. Well, there's the driver, and then there's one other person. Yeah, or there's sometimes three people get in the car, but usually, yeah, okay. at least um, one, maybe one person is in front. But with Uber, they pick you up. What do you do? Do you sit in the front seat? Do you sit in the back seat? 
No, backseat all the way. But what if they're just like, you can sit in the front pal. if you want. Yeah, but they act like you they're just be your like, pal. I don't want to. You're sitting in L- someone's lift, car. Lift is more of the buddy thing. Like, don't they do the fist bump? Isn't that... And they had the, the pink mustache thing. on their car? Pink mustache on the car. Which yeah. is actually pretty brilliant, because it does make them stand out a lot. But no, but the thing is, is you, they pull up and they act like they're your buddy. You got to talk to them. I, I, I like my cabs no, to not be driven by a foreigner. I want a foreign man a lot of the who Uber doesn't want to talk to me, who just is sitting there listening to some weird Iranian music. Kind of smells yeah, like... You know, chicken tiki mas- tikka masala. I, I like that. Masala. I like that. But this is now you get some hipster bro driving you around. It's like, hey, what well, you got going on tonight? I don't know. Where I live, a lot of the Uber drivers are the same guys that you're describing as cab drivers. Yeah. I mean, I, have you have you experienced the, 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 all the Uber haters? What what are, what are the same people that protest against Google? Or are they the cab drivers? Well, no, it's the same people who protest against Google. And obviously the cab drivers don't like it. Well, no, it's because it's busting up their monopoly. Well, it's busting up their shitty monopoly and their shitty and their ability to like make money year after year after year, but giving while giving super shitty service. Yeah, no, no, you, you know, know I'm you, I mean, the you cab remember, Do you remember calling a cab when we lived when we shared an apartment in the East Bay? You'd literally yeah, wait an hour. You'd literally wait an hour for a cab to get to your place. And now with Uber, you know, I live in virtually the same area. I click the thing on my phone and five minutes later it's there. And I can see in the little map on my phone shows me where it is. And I'm not, I don't care how much anybody fucking says that like, well, that's bullshit. They're only cheaper and they can only give better servers because they're skirting all these rules. Be like, what rules? <laughs> like insurance and shit? I don't give a fuck about that. I give a fuck about getting the ride and getting where I need to be in a short amount of time and like having it be reliable. And that's my I don't only give a concern. shit about any of that other stuff. I don't even care if, if I pay a little bit more. But you know what? The fact of the matter is right. they're cheaper. They're cheaper than cabs. Oftentimes, yeah. Yeah. And, no. the, and you know, it's all taken care of in your credit card, even the tip. There's you no know, exchanging of money. Yeah, you just get in the, in the, in the back seat. The only difference... Is I think there's just a higher possibility that you could get raped. I don't think there is. Or molested. I mean, how many rapes are committed by fucking cab drivers? Probably a lot. I don't think so. Because why not? Because there's like evidence that that they work for a company. You can track them. With uh, Uber drivers, you're somewhat anonymous. There's no background checks for. They're totally tracked. There's background checks (laughs) for employees of a cab company. There's background checks for cabbies. Most of those cabbies have worked there for like 25 years. Fucking, you found, sound like one of these fucking college-educated friends of the working man, you know? Like, you've never fucking worked a blue-collar job, yet you're, like, just on Twitter all day long making 50 posts a day about how much you hate Uber and how they're, like, the shittiest tech company ever. No, I, I, I mean, personally, I love Uber, but I'm just saying any, any dude could drive one of those. They barely have such a lax background check. It's like, you have a clean driver's record, you have insurance, and your car isn't some rape van. Sure, you can drive. All right. What's the background check for a cab? Well, you work for a cab. A lot of those guys, like, they go through, they check your driving history. You got to get hired by them. A lot of them have, like, a, they used to have kind of a, a long waiting list to even get in. And then, and then the dudes get earned medallions or whatever. I mean, yeah, that, no, that's exactly it. And that's why there's no fucking cabs in the Bay Area when you need one. Because they won't because the people who own the medallions don't want to don't want the, the you know, authority having jurisdiction to fucking issue anymore. And, and then they they have this entitlement like the post office workers like, oh, you can't do anything exactly. about it. You know, yeah, you no. can't do anything about it. And Believe then a company me, comes the, along. And he's like, oh, you know drivers. what? I just think they're less likely to rape you 
as much as an Uber driver. Case in point, guess who's driving without, for Uber without now? Without a thorough academic study, I'm, I think the verdict's out. Case in point, who's driving for Uber now that would never get hired for a cab, by a cab company? Take one know. wild guess. He's a good friend know. of Sleazy E. Vietnam dude? No. Broke Dick Thomas. <laughs> Broke Dick Thomas. Well, all right. You're, br- I'm, you're swaying me now. <laughs> who, is never, who hasn't had a job since 1996, I think, is the last time he worked. Well, Maybe. he's a student. He's going to school. No, he is in school now. But anyway, Broke Dick Thomas now drives for Uber. And that guy. He is, is kind of rapey. I mean, he hasn't ever raped me or anybody I know. But if you ask me who he's, he's likely. He's pretty rapey. Most likely to rape. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway. Did I, he hang out? At, I mean, you always, when you worked at the strip club, you know, you read a book about it. I don't know if you wrote about him. But you were always like to all of us, like, oh, yeah, come by anytime. And we were always like, oh, that's cool. And then. I don't know. I maybe came and visited you like twice the whole time you worked at the strip club. But wasn't Thomas there visiting you like every day? Yeah, no, Thomas got 86 from the place because he was there too much. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was there so much that he annoyed the girls. So they 86'd right. him. But, but uh, Sleazy yeah, E's still friends with him. He sees him every background. now and then. Sleazy E ended up uh, texting me the other day. Or I, we I am at work. And he IMs me. He's like, guess who's driving for Uber? <laughs> he's like, broke dick thomas and i was like no you got to be kidding me and then he's like yeah he goes um he's like he says he gets laid all the time it's like no way it's like there's no way that he goes uber drivers just they get laid and so i read uh, and uh, you know you ever go to jalopnik that blog yeah uh, they had an blog. article saying uber fucking uber and lyft drivers is apparently a thing now it's a trend it's a trend like mm. uh i guess uh, there's a website called whisper it's an anonymous secret sharing website. It's the most retarded thing I've ever heard. <laughs> um, all these uh, people are posting these anonymous posts about having sex with their uh, Lyft and their Uber drivers. Like, listen to this. This person posted, posted, I work for Uber, took a blonde home at 3 a.m., who made it clear to me that she wasn't satisfied by the man who took her home for the bar. Long story short, best tip I've gotten yet, and it's my second day on the job. I mean, this has penthouse forum written all over it. That's not fucking real. This guy, I got a lift, and the driver gave me head. She was sexy. No girl has ever had a shitty date and been like, hmm, I need the real duck dick up in my pussy. <laughs> I'm going to fuck this Uber driver or the pizza man. Here's a girl. Laugh out loud. I think about fucking my Uber drivers all the time. You think these, so? are all written by, these are all written by, I mean, that's written by a man. It's got to be written by a dude. I mean, I can see gay dudes. I bet you my brother's, my brother's had sex with an Uber driver. Oh, I, think I mean, the Uber jobs. driver's in the Castro. Yeah, of course. Well, that's, that's But, but everybody's in the Castro. I mean, like the garbage man in the Castro is getting laid a lot. Well, Broke Dick was saying that what he does now is he picks up girls at the end of the night. It's like 2 a.m. They're wasted. He's like, Isn't Broke Dick's car kind of a piece of shit? I kind of remember. I, I Maybe I what, remember somebody else's car. No, he got a new car. I don't know what he's I driving. You know, some, I think he drives like a Camry or something. If I ever am in the city and I call Uber and it's and Thomas's face shows up on the app, I'm canceling it immediately. <laughs> but I've been reading about how there's been this like spate of molestation accusations with the Uber drivers. You been reading about that? No, but I I do caution that there is this big campaign of like the social justice friend of the working man type people who I would not put it past them in trying that they're disseminating like, you know, 
this information. Does it happen? Sure. I'm sure it happens. But I think it happens in any kind of customer service thing, especially where it's a one-on-one situation. Well, this is in the Washington Post. But uh, they're saying that um, this, this uh, 32-year-old Indian man who, who drove for Uber picked up a woman. And I'm sure this could happen with a regular cab driver, too. But he picked up this woman. She passed it, it, it out in the back seat. could happen with anybody. She passed out in the back seat. He stopped the car, fondled her breasts, finger blasted her. And she, she like, woke up. While he he's was doing it, her. yeah, while he was fingering her, like her pants were down, he's fingering her. Yeah. And so Did she, she like it? <laughs> she told to stop, and he asked her if he could go back to her hotel. And she was like, no. Instead, she texts her friend saying, I'm getting fingered by the cab driver and then I'm in trouble. And so the friend called him through the app, which scared him, and then he just dropped the victim off at a nearby hotel and split. Okay. <laughs> but was, I mean, he was probably found through Uber, right? Because your phone records who your driver was. Yeah, no, you they just call they, Uber and you're like, yeah, your driver just raped me. Can you tell me his address so I can send the cops there? They, they tracked the guy down, yeah, and he was arrested. See, so I told you, they are trackable. No, they're, they're definitely, I'm not saying they're definitely, they're not trackable. They're trackable. I mean, they, they have their information. But I think you could probably give them a fake ID. <laughs> probably, you know, use your, a friend's car. Whereas if you're driving a cab, I think you, it's a, like you have to give them, you know, a, a 1090 or whatever uh-huh. or 1040 or whatever it is. No, they're, they're definitely paying employment taxes. Yeah, I just I just think people like a company like Uber or Lyft would be more likely to hire Broke Dick Thomas than, a, you know, a, a, a cab company. Here's the real funny thing to me. Here's Uber's endgame. There's, they're starting up all this infrastructure, right, for you to order a cab on your phone, and then they just employ, sort of employ people as contractors. I mean, you're, you're right. They're not sort of real full-fledged employees like a cab driver might be of, like, you know, whatever cab company, yellow cab. I think they're what they're really trying to do is then once the self-driving cars come out, then they don't need the drivers. You think that's what <laughs> they they're just, preparing for? Yes, I do. Actually, yeah, they probably are if you think about it. Which will be great because, like you were saying, like you know, I don't want to fucking talk to the guy. There's not even a guy. Way better than a normal cab driver. There's no guy. Yeah, I wonder what would happen. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, it's just, it'll be great. It's just a car that just drives itself. You watch Silicon Valley, and they can Valley, have a though. fleet of them, you know, at the ready at all hours because there's, it's not some guy that like has to be like, oh, well, he's on a shift, and then he has to go off his shift to go pick up his fucking kids or whatever. Yeah, but you're not going to get laid. I wonder if there's like a fleshlight <laughs> in the can, car. You can like, yeah, you can fuck the seat cushion. <laughs> you can jack off in the self-driving Uber car. Yeah, you know, you probably could. That'll I bet be you, a thing for sure. I bet you that would be a thing is when you, the self-driving Uber car that picks you up, you like get head from your girlfriend, road head yeah, in I was the back say, of an if Uber car. Or if you're like a 16-year-old, you know, you don't have any place to fuck and you don't, can't get a hotel. You just like call a self-driving uber car be like drive me around the block a couple times and you get laid in the back seat do you think they have, do you think they have tinted windows well i think what they'll they'll have to have cameras in the car so that's not going on so you can't so you can't hot box and get roadhead that'd be amazing <laughs> anyway i just think it'd be it's, fun to call the uber yeah just like with a bottle of tequila and your friend just be like ah drive us to fucking union city and back or something that'd be awesome just, it's like, send a minivan yeah. We're going to party in the back there. Party bus. Bang um, bus. Just mark my words, Wackerly. I guarantee there's going to be a molestation accusation somewhere in San Francisco soon enough. So beware of people who take girlfriend. Uber and Lyft. But you know, with me, it's worth the risk. I don't care. They get me there on time, and it's within 20 minutes. 
Yeah. It's I, worth it. I, I, that's what I'm saying. I totally get, you know, everybody's saying about the, like, the insurance isn't the same as cab drivers. And, like, you were saying the background checks aren't as good. It's just not as thorough. But the service is so much fucking better. I don't care. And it's so much easier. I don't even care. I, I seriously don't. It's so much easier. The service is so much better. It wastes so much less of your time. I, it's worth it to me to have all that other stuff be fucked up. I don't care. And don't tell me, like, you got to go back to the old shitty way because, you know, you have to support the fucking... Cra- I've yeah. never met a cab driver who wasn't basically an asshole. I think I had one decent, like, one cool cab driver the whole time I lived in San Francisco. And I Even took those cabs cool guys, like, you know, sometimes you're just like, could you shut the fuck up? I'm like, I have a headache. Just take me where I'm supposed to fucking go. It's just, they're assholes. And they already, as soon as you sit down... They tack on three seventy five service fee. That doesn't that one happen guy, with Lyft. That one guy introduced us to Neil Hamburger. I guess he's cool. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Brentley Pusser, that guy was a friend of mine, but he was a cab driver in SF. He's a cool dude. But other than I mean, that, my advice is if, you, if you're a cab driver, like, you know, when you're not driving your cab, drive for Lyft or Uber. And then, then when they go to self-driving cars, then you're going to be fucked. But sorry. <laughs> Technology, you know, moves on. The guys who drove those like horse-driven buggies for people also are out of work. But sorry, yeah, just just wait till you get prison raped by by broke Dick Thomas and see how much you like Uber then, Wankerly. I'll like it still. Anyway, it's worth people, it. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Even if I'm getting raped by Thomas and with his broken dick, <laughs> the service is so much better. Anyway, people, it's episode 443 here of Sick and Wrong. Uh, you know the way the show works. Send your stories, sickandwrongpodcast.com. Submit them via Facebook or through the Twitters. Uh, if we read them here on the show, give you credit, uh, we'll send you a Sick and Wrong care package. Uh, we got some good ones here this week, as we usually do. Our audience uh, definitely knows how to curate the best stories. Uh, before we get to our first one, here's a word from our sponsor. Hey, kids, do you like sex toys? Yeah! Then go to adamandeve.com and make a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. You'll get 50% off your first item, three free adult DVDs, free shipping, and a gift so sensual I can't even mention it on this podcast about murder and bukkake. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's DIDDLE, D-I-D-D-L-E, like your uncle used to do to you. So the first story came in from Don. He says, now he's going to be tongue-punching fart boxes. It's an interesting play on words here. Man tried to sneak pot, tobacco, into jail and punched an inmate for a disrespectful fart. It's a vague headline, but yeah. it's still enticing. Um, <laughs> enticing. It is enticing, because now, now you want to know more. You're like, wait, he tried to sneak pot tobacco into jail. How do you sneak, um, how do you sneak contraband into jail usually? Well, the new thing is now they're trying to fly drones in. Yeah, you know what? I read that the other day. Who called that? Three years what, ago, D. Si- no, D. Simon, myself, who I just referred to in the third person, called that here on the show because we were talking about, I remember this clearly, we were talking about a kid 
who was flying one of those helicopters, and I guess it like flew back at him and chopped his head off or something, and he died. Okay. And I was saying, why don't they use these helicopters just to fly drugs in and out of prison? And you derided me. You derided me probably for 20 minutes straight, saying that would never work. They would shoot it down. It couldn't, li- <laughs> it couldn't get over the walls. And I was like, no, it's a brilliant idea. What are they doing now? Well, I don't think it's worked yet. So oh, I no, think they're I'm doing right. it. <laughs> they're trying it. But it cr- the one that I was just reading about crashed into the fence, which is exactly what I think yeah, I but said. I've read about in Brazil, they were flying them right over the prison. Oh, dropping well, in off Brazil, yeah. Like I mean, they kilos of cocaine. They can't, fucking, they can't run a fucking candy store down there, much less a prison. Just wait and see. Well, uh, this guy, it would have been a lot easier for him had he had a drone, but I don't think he's that tech savvy. Um, and he lives in Evansville, Indiana, which I don't think there's many drones out there. 32-year-old Evansville man was arrested Friday on attempted murder charges, faces extra felony charges of possession of marijuana and battery after a weekend in the county jail, county lockup. Uh, one thing about this story is that there are some amazing names so just pay attention to the names of the characters. Okay. The actual main character who committed the, uh, the, 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 the perpetrator here, the perp, his name's... What's his name? It's kind of basic. It's, it's nothing to write home about. Terrence Lewis. Terrence right. is kind of a common... The other names. Pay attention to those. Terrence Lewis had a warrant for his arrest in connection with the shooting of two men in Indiana. During a routine strip search, as Lewis was processed into the jail, an officer noticed a foreign object protruding from the anus area. Come on. <laughs> Rule one of smuggling something in your ass is you have to get it up in your ass. Yeah, this guy didn't you even try You can just leave a little bit hanging out. But, you know, I was thinking, well, he must have been smuggling, like, I don't know, like a, what, like a, an ounce of marijuana, maybe, or something large. Maybe a cell phone. A maybe. cell phone. Well, you never know. They, they can stick it. There's a lot of space up there for some dudes. <laughs> a big phablet. So, you know, an iPad. <laughs> Who knows what this guy has up there? Um, so during the, the routine uh, strip search, they noticed an object protruding from the anus area. The officer asked him if he had anything in his rectum. <laughs> Lewis then... It's the first step. ...quickly grabbed the object from his ass and stuck it in his mouth. Ah! Which, ATM! Which, which makes me wonder. It's unsanitary. Is there a three-second rule for objects shoved in your ass? No. No? How many seconds no. is it? Infinite. <laughs> I mean, unless you're getting paid, like, you know, those porn, porn starlets, that's like one of the most expensive things you can do, I think. What, ass to mouth? Yeah. Yeah, but this guy... And, and they clean it out. I mean, they make sure they're like scrubbed clean as a whistle. Yeah, but At this, least I hope they do. <laughs> this guy, and they douche beforehand. Right. Um, this, this guy, guy though, Clearly. He went Terrence. ass to mouth... He, this guy went ass to mouth with a small plastic bag filled with cigarette tobacco and one gram of marijuana. One gram? <laughs> it's not even worth it. I know. You should have just got high before he went in. Of, I mean, just of all the things to shove in your ass, like, why, why not Take some shove LSD and it won't meth. even kick in until you're in your cell. Shove like six bags of heroin up your ass, like a gram of marijuana and a cigarette, and, and then to, to put it in your cigarette. mouth. I think, and I think in Evansville, you can probably buy cigarettes in prison. I mean, in California, it might make sense because I don't think they allow you to even buy cigarettes. So, yeah, but, I mean, but if you're going to be in prison for any length of time, I mean, why even draw it? Just go cold turkey the first day. Do you think he was just trying to swallow it so he didn't get the uh, the charges of of, uh, of smuggling and contraband? 
that's the other weird thing. Isn't he already in there, like, on, was convicted of murder? No, attempted murder. He shot two guys, but they didn't die. Oh. Like, who cares? I mean, isn't, but isn't smuggling some tobacco and weed into prison just, like, a very minor offense? Yeah. I, I wouldn't have put it in my mouth. Actually, no, they say it's a felony charge of possession of marijuana and trafficking contraband. Yeah, but he's already convicted of, a, like, a big, big felony. And well, yeah, no, this guy's going felony. to go to jail for a long time regardless. Well, he's in jail. He's getting into jail. I'm just saying, if you're going to smuggle a drug, why not smuggle something potent, like heroin or oxy? That gram yeah. of marijuana? Yeah, I agree, but... So anyway, he's, he's probably in jail. not the smartest guy. Yeah, I don't think so. He's in jail, and uh, he's sitting around in county. Um, and then he was accused of punching a six-year-old inmate, sending 60? the man to the emergency room. Yeah, six-zero, six-year-old inmate, punched him in the face. You know, the marijuana probably would have mellowed him out. Yeah. Um, Bro. Employees saw that James Brown... Who is the, the, the victim here? Is this funny name number one? Funny name number one. James Brown, uh, who was booked in jail on meth-related charges, had a bloody eye and a nose. Now, a 60-year-old guy, can you sort of absolve his mother for naming him James Brown? Because 60 years ago, was James Brown already a household name? Probably not, right? That's a, yeah, this, yeah, Jim Brown is probably a common name. Right. You know, James Brown, it'd be, I mean... Yeah. Like now, if a black person names their kid James Brown, you're like, come on. Like seriously, you want this kid? You know, now everybody's right. Like, you don't, you want him to ever like have to endure those jokes for the rest of his life. Good. And he's going to be. Oh, like, how do you feel, James? You feel good. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Oh, you're super bad, huh? Oh yeah, yeah I'm sure. Bad. Great. Um, Brown, James Brown told jail personnel, "I'm not going to do the James Brown voice, okay? Going to beat my wife." Smack her with a two-by-four. Right. Um, James Brown told jail personnel as he was being treated that Lewis had punched him twice in the face after he passed a little gas. Apparently that uh, upset Lewis. He told Brown that he was being disrespectful and socked him in the face a couple times. You know, like old black man prison food farts are probably one of the worst kind of farts. What, I'm just imagine. I don't know from experience, but I can imagine that it's pretty bad. What is prison fart etiquette? Is there prison well, fart we, etiquette? We've talked about the. There's a courtesy flushing turd time etiquette that's a, that's a strictly enforced, right? We talked about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to remember if we actually talked about it, but uh, I think we did. I, you and I have talked about it. I don't know if it's been on the air. This is one of our off-air discussions. We talk about <laughs> the, on the shit air. etiquette in prison. This is on the bonus featured on the DVD. This, this is what we talk about in our spare time, like not even podcast related. We're, this is what we're discussing because we wonder about it, like you know, taking a shit in prison. I mean, don't, don't most people conjecture how that experience would be? I bet you that's one of the biggest anxieties going into prison. You know, if you if you're going into prison, you're like, God damn it, I'm gonna shit in front of another dude for the next three years. I would also be. A door. I would also be concerned because they probably don't have the toilet covers that I like. <laughs> I don't use those toilet covers. We've <laughs> talked about that for sure. Yeah, but you probably can't. You probably get one square of toilet paper. You can't build a nest. No, you can't build a. You have to use your own hair. Yeah, uh, or, your, or your pillowcase. <laughs> but so we. I had a, a, a friend of mine that went to prison for three years. He was in San Quentin, too. He was in uh, prison for a while. Um, the old-style prison. Yeah, but he was saying that when he was there, 
there's a etiquette to taking a shit. Like you have to courtesy flush. And you're sitting, not even in stalls, you're just seated in a toilet bowl next to another man, also on a toilet bowl, who's next to another man. And you guys are shitting simultaneously. Right. Like full metal jacket, everybody knows that scene. Yeah, and so they know when the turds come out, because they can hear it, it smells, and you have to courtesy That's flush. That's how you know. And if you don't, yeah. they'll, they'll beat the beat, shit out of you. shit out of you. Literally, they'll beat the rest of it out of you. <laughs> but yeah, so there's a there's a shit etiquette in prison. So I just wonder if the same thing applies to farts. Because in my mind, in prison, it's kind of like, uh, was that, what, Blazing Saddles? When they're all just yeah. sitting around just farting? Right. They're outside, though, in the wind. That's the problem. You can't courtesy flush a fart. Yeah, but there's, they're just gross men, just dudes in prison, just like, fart. they don't give a shit. Well, this guy for. is going to now. He got punched in the face. That's well, the point. Well, this guy thought it was he was being disrespected, is what this guy thought. God. He was being disrespected because the guy farted in his presence. He broke wind in his general direction. And so he yeah, got smacked in the face a couple times here. So apparently, maybe you shouldn't be farting. I probably wouldn't even fart. Just for, for three years, you wouldn't fart? Well, you and I have talked. You don't fart when you uh, have a girlfriend. I don't, like you know, just I don't, hold I don't, it I don't fart forever. at work. Do you fart at work? Oh, yeah. God, yeah. In Jesus. front of other people? Ever, no, but you've ever farted in your cube or your office or whatever, and then somebody walks in to talk to you, and you're like, oh, fuck. I just farted like a second ago. Yeah, I always wonder. And you know that they know, but nobody can say anything because there's work etiquette that you're just not supposed to be like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> smells like something died in your asshole. Really? Like, if someone said that, would you, would you just like be like, you're my new favorite coworker now? Yeah. Probably. What if it was like, a hot oh, no, we're fart, we're, we're fart, we're fart, fart buddies. buddies. <laughs> Even better. I don't think you make Even fart buddies hot in prison. And if you do, it's not the type of fart buddy you want to hang out with. Um, <laughs> you and me fart buddies now. Oh, great. Oh, I have no minute. choice here. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm cool. Am I farting on my own volition or is this more of like an ass queef? <laughs> Are you pushing it out for me or pushing it in? Lewis faces two counts of attempted murder and battery with serious injury in connection with the shooting of two men, a 36-year-old Finest D. Wilder and 33-year-old Charles Chaplin. Finest? Finest, F-I-N-A-S. Oh, my God. I think God. it's Finest, spelt wrong. And uh, Charles Chaplin. Who would name their kid Charles Chaplin? I could see, like, a shitty movie star naming their kid Charles Chaplin. Yeah, but these kids, are, they're only 33. Like, they're younger than us. I know it's weird. I can't imagine a black person naming their kid Charles Chaplin. I get finest makes sense to me because he probably wanted to name him finest. I mean, we're not going to fucking go into like black people's names. No, I don't want to. Yeah, no, I'm just saying these are two funny names between James Brown, finest P. Wilder, and Charles Chaplin. I mean, finest P. Wilder is just a funny name, regardless of the the, the ethnic connotations. I mean, that's like a name straight out of a W.C. Fields movie. <laughs> finest P. Wilder. Finest P. Wilder. <laughs> Reminds me of something yeah. like a Looney Tunes show, like a, like a Bugs Bunny cartoon or something. Right. But anyway, exactly. uh, yeah, uh, apparently these two guys just got shot in the legs. So, but, so now the guy's charged with felony attempted murder. I don't know. Great. I, I just wonder how, like, how many times you can get away with punching someone in the face in prison for farting in front of you. I would be, I mean, I would be worried that the 60-year-old guy was, like, the secret king of all the fucking prison gangs and that 
the rest of my life would be hell. Like Morgan Freeman and Shawshank. Right. Like Red. Yeah, nobody fucked with him. No, he's connected. Was like he? he? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That, you know, I just think um, maybe in prison you should, you should raise your fart tolerance. Yeah. So what do you have here for the second story, Wacker? Um, this is a story from a guy named Pet Shop. It says, Pet he Shop. just says, terminal cancer sufferer. Great show. <laughs> it's like not even, not even any full sentences in that message. Yeah, a bit of a non sequitur there. It doesn't even. Yeah. Well, anywhere. it's about a terminal cancer sufferer who I guess you could say is in a prison of his own bodily disease. Yes. That was the segue. Yeah. <laughs> His name's Raphael Whitman, and he's from Vienna, Austria. Uh, and he's 14 years old, then he has cancer. Oh, Doesn't that, say what kind of cancer. Now, that's tragic. 14-year-old, terminal cancer. Yeah, terminal cancer. So, for the less educated of our audience, that means he has no chance of survival. Yeah, SOL. Not going to go into remission. They tell you how uh, much time he's got left? 12 months ago, he was diagnosed, which is, that means he has, like, one of those fast cancers, too, right? And sometimes uh, you don't even get 12 months. Yeah, it was, his parents were told that, uh, they tried to treat him, but it was not successful, and his parents were told he wasn't going to live. His father's name is Franz Whitman, which is more of an Austrian name. I wonder why they, is Raphael, like, a common Austrian name? I don't know. I'm not sure. His father became determined to make his final months memorable. So instead of just going into like a drinking binge, like I would if my fourteen-year-old kid was diagnosed with cancer, <laughs> would you even hang out with like, like, You're dead to me I now. I don't want to. You're dead to me. You were dead to I'm me when you were born. Treat my, <laughs> treat my own depression with alcohol. You now. ruined my sex life. You little ingrate. <laughs> no, yeah, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> but uh, he managed to arrange a holiday for the kid to the Spanish island of Tenerife. Is that how you pronounce hmm. it? Tenerife? Tenerife? Tenerife, I think. Tenerife. Tenerife. Who cares? All right, that's kind of cool. He gets to go that to would Tenerife. Be cool. Yeah, yeah like, dude. We're going to go to the beach. We're going to look at some sexy ladies. Spanish that chicks. Seems like, yeah, it seems like there's probably a lot of topless bathing. Spanish chicks you die, gonna, are hot. They're all yeah, like see tits. a lot of tits. Oh, Spanish chicks are amazing. Beautiful. Probably way better than I, the Austrian chicks. I would chicks. totally play up the I'm going to die and I'm 14 thing, too. Yeah, I would be in a wheelchair and be like, hi, uh, I'm cancer boy. I would, I've I would never seen a vagina. Oh, what does it? It's some Spanish chicks like. would flash you. <laughs> they'd pull it to the side. They'd pull their little, like, inch triangle of bikini bottom to the side. It'd be great. I have terminal lymphoma and about two months to live. If you show me your breast, it'd make me feel better. How many times do you think he said that? Well, none, because you didn't listen to the rest of the story yet. Oh. Uh,. <laughs> So this fucking do-gooders, you know, they're trying to almost horn in on the Reach Around Foundation's business called Kinder Krebschleife. I don't know what that means in Austrian or German or whatever they speak there, but something about uh, children with cancer. Uh, they contacted the family but before they even got to go on vacation, and they invited Raphael for a drive in, the high, in a high-performance car outside of Vienna. Eh, 
going wait. to Spain and getting on the beach and seeing lots of chicks titties and just women in bikinis and tans and getting lots of sympathy or going on a ride in a sports car. Yeah, but was that a Lambo? No. It was a Porsche. It was a Porsche 986. Eh? What? Does that give you a big boner? I, I know people that drive those. If it was like a, you know, like the Bugatti Veyron guess, or even like a Ford GT or something. But this is like a $60,000 car. Yeah, maybe 70000 I've been in, Which, I, I don't know if I've been in that. nothing to sneeze at. If I, you had one, you'd get laid. But is it really something like, is it really going to make your I'm going to die in 12 months uh, life any better to get a ride in one? I was about to say, I mean, was this, okay, was this this kid's request? Like, was he saying my dream would be to drive around this in a, a, sport, a fancy sports car? Or no. were they just offering that to him? They just called the family up and offered. <laughs> like, we're going to give you a ride in my Mazda 3. <laughs> no thanks. Yeah, but do you think the kid was just like, can you ride by those hookers over there? <laughs> yeah, can we, can we go to Arby's <laughs> on the way? I want to get some Arby's and some vagina. You think that? <laughs> I think it has some, it has some like mechanical voice box because cancer's in his throat. Yeah, that's what my. For some reason, we're both picturing it was like a young Stephen Hawking. <laughs> I, I picture like a young Stephen Hawking, just terminally ill and horny. It's a little bit weird. I mean, it's like you calling up like somebody with you know leukemia and offer them a ride. And you want a ride and a with a famous podcaster in his Prius around town. I have to take my dry cleaning. I'll pick you up. It was the driver a famous guy. They don't even, you know what? This article pisses me off because it doesn't say anything about the driver. But anyways, they go on this drive and, uh, you know, the Kinder Krebs life organizes it. And, uh, immediately the, the Porsche weaves into fucking oncoming traffic and gets in a massive wreck leaving the kid in intensive care with two broken legs and he bit his own tongue off. Jesus. You know what the problem here is? It was probably some blind kid's wish to drive like a fancy sports car. So they're trying to double up. Yeah, they're doubling it up here. (laughs) Oh boy. Not a good idea. No. Um... The kid died shortly later. Well, okay, wait, wait, wait. Oh, not of the broken legs or the tongue, but of the cancer. So this terminally ill kid, he's got what a month to live, breaks both well, legs know. and bites his fucking months. tongue off. Yeah. Ah, there is no like, god. There is no think? god. And then, and then think about the emergency room workers. You know, have to be like, oh, stat, we've got a uh, kid coming in with horrible uh, injuries after a car crash, and then they look at him and they're like, wait a minute, did I see this kid in the cancer ward next last week? <laughs> Like, how much effort are we going to expend here? I was about to say, like, he's bleeding out, doctor. Yeah, but what, he's got like two weeks? The only silver lining I could see is like, if you bit off your own tongue and you broke both of your legs, they're going to give you like incredible painkiller drugs. <clears throat> but do you think he was already on? I was about like, to say, he already had access to fun he's got drugs. terminal cancer. Like, that kid's got like morphine. Like, probably a, oh, a morphine you, If pack. I had terminal cancer, even if I wasn't in a great deal of pain, but if, you know, I knew I was going to die from it anyway, I would just be constantly like, oh, it hurts. What hurts? Oh, my whole body. You know, just I, the things, my things hurt. I can understand if I was like a seven-year-old and I was about to die. This would be amazing. Get to drive around Tenerife and <clears throat> you get to drive around Tenerife in this amazing car. No, no, you he know? wasn't even, they, he didn't even make it to Tenerife. This was just outside Vienna where he got to ride in the no, car. Okay, like, no, that lives. just sucks. It does suck. That just suck. sucks. Didn't even get to go see titties. 
No. But anyway, what I'm saying is if I was eight, I would be impressed by that. But if I was 14 and they offered me that, I would be like, Dad, just take me to Bangkok. I just want to fuck like six whores. That's all I want because I'm going to die and I've never been laid. Or, or frankly, you know what? Like, can you buy me a PlayStation 4 and like an unlimited budget for video game? <laughs> like the, all the new games? I mean, if I was 14, to be honest, that would be better than this. Do you? Yeah, no, it's, that'd it's be like, way better. You know, this car is like a Corvette. You know, which a Corvette is also a great car, but is it that exotic? Is it, is it the experience of a lifetime to ride in it? Yeah, I mean, it's like a Ferrari or like a Lambo or something or a right. DeLorean. I or would like, be you know, like a Formula One or even like a NASCAR car, you know, like, oh, you know, uh, Richard Petty is going to drive me around the loop a couple of times at 300 miles an hour. Yeah, no, no, he just gets that. in somebody. It gets in somebody's like midlife crisis Since level Porsche, sports car. Porsche Boxster. And they're like, <clears throat> yeah, it's exactly what it is. It is a Boxster, and they like you know go down the highway. I would have been at, like, like eighty so miles lame. an hour. And, and the worst part about car wreck. it is that well, kid. The worst part about it is they got into a car wreck. Well, yeah, that. But I mean, the kid could have died in the car, and that would have been his last you know experience. Well, frankly, that would have been better, don't you think? Well, yeah, then instead of suffering through the broken and, legs and, broken and the bit off legs. Dogs. Do you think, okay, if your son had cancer, he's 14, and he asked you to get him a whore, not four whores, just a hooker, would you do it? Yeah, sure. I would do. I wouldn't, and especially. To, I wouldn't get him like a street walking illegal hooker, but I'd take him to Vegas while whores are legal. Although they're probably going to have. You're probably going to complain about the whole age thing. I'm sure you have to be 18. So I'd have to get him somebody with a fake ID. What I would do is I would probably get an escort through whatever service or something. And then I would be like, hey, can you have sex with my son? And say he's like 18 or 17. And I'll pay you you $500. It's going to be clear. She's going to be like, he's not 18. And you're going to be like, look, here's an extra 500 bucks. Why why is he bald and hooked up to an IV? Come on. cancer. (laughs) Come on. You're a fucking hooker. I'm giving you 500 bucks. (laughs) He's clean. I bathed him. It's not contagious, lady. Fuck the push boxster. Let me at those titties. Hey, Junior, what kind of whore do you want? (laughs) I would like a big, black, beautiful woman whore. Really? Yes. Okay. Let's get a BBW. Save a little money here. (laughs) Probably not. I mean, I'd get him the most expensive one. And then he died two two months later? Something like that. His father believes that the accident on May 17th, which is when this happened, I think he just died is why the story is new. Uh, it, he thinks he robbed his son of the will to live. <laughs> that and really? not having much longer to live probably also robs your will to live. Well, I think part of it would be a doctor saying, hey, you got maybe six months. Yeah. And I, I, eh, I think I would, I would lapse into a little bit of a depression myself. I'd be smoking cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. I'd be smoking like scotch. five cigarettes at once. If that was going to happen. Plus, I'd just be the biggest cock in the universe. You know, I'd be like going to the grocery store and just fucking knocking shit off the shelves. <laughs> and like, you know, I'd be driving around and just running into people. Like, you know, you know, when you're in traffic and you just want to like run people off the road, I'd be doing a lot of that. Like the bubble boy in Seinfeld. Yeah. Did that happen? Yeah. Because that's what I'd be doing. That's what I always think of when I am really annoyed with traffic. I'd be like, if I was suicidal, I would just fuck all these people. Do whatever right the now. fuck you want. Not going like a shooting rampage, but just specifically like running people's cars off the road. Not not at high speed to where they're going to die, but like, you know, when you're in traffic and I, you just want to like just ram the person's bumper ahead of you and just push them off the road. Like that kind of <laughs> shit. And then while they're freaking out and you're just being like, oh my God, somebody's hitting me. You know, you just drive off or and they write down them. your license plate, but you don't give a fuck. 
Just be like, hey, you know, I'm going to die in a week, so I don't really care. Yeah, the cops come to your sue house. Me. You're like, I don't know. What, yeah, you're going to take me to jail? You're going to take me to jail? Well, you got to bring all these fucking medical devices that keep me alive. Good luck with that. <laughs> you know, I, I think we should start up the Reach Around Foundation again, but this time... You can just drive cancer kids around in your Prius? No. <laughs> no. Actually, go get hookers for these cancer kids. Yeah, we've talked about this. I think there's legal issues for us, and we're not about to die, so we'd have to actually deal with the repercussions. But this is funny. So the, dad, so the dad's saying, like, hey, we didn't even come to you. You offered this ride. You got into a horrible accident. Like, we deserve compensation for this. Oh, so he's and suing them. Karen Benedict is the leader of this uh, nonprofit cancer uh, thing. She denies any wrongdoing. <laughs> she said, <laughs> we tried to help the family and our name is dragged through the mud as a result. We were not the organizers of the event. this event. It was the Porsche Forum. <laughs> By which I assume she means Internet Forum, which in our experience is just never. A, internet forums are not good. <laughs> Who's driving the car? That's what I want to know. And they never mention it. Yeah, and they never mention whether he was injured, if that guy's dead, if it was a woman, if it was this Karen Benedict. I mean, what the fuck? Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, that, that's kind of a pertinent piece of information here. Seems like it. I would feel like such an asshole. Major deficiency in this reporting that they don't mention who was driving the car or what happened to that person. So he's suing this uh, charitable organization? Yes, they have a lawyer, Dr. Astrid Wagner. <laughs> Nice. I guess in, in Austria, the lawyers are doctors. Wow. How pretentious. You know, Do- it, doctor, doctor, attorney, <laughs> doctor, lawyer. Fuck you. Overachievers. So I, I guess it makes you feel a little bit better. I mean, you just lost your kid, but then you get $4 million. Right. Well. Or however much. I mean, that happens a lot in Oakland. Yeah. I mean, that it's happens. The, I mean, I didn't invent this term, but it's called the ghetto lottery. <laughs> Like, yeah. if your son is doing something fucked up, and like, and points a gun at the cops, and the cops blow him away, and then, then you, you sue, sue the, the cops, and you get, like, $3 million, and you're like, well, my son's dead, but $3 million. $3 million, you know, why Happens not? all the time. And usually the city will just settle, because it's cheaper for them to just give you the $3 million than to, like, go through a big court case. I would like to see the outcome of this one. Anyway. <laughs> I'm sure we won't follow up, so. <laughs> we never do. People, send your story to SingerOnPodcast, Hotmail.com. Got some phone calls to get to. Uh, Singer on Hotline, 206-666-3846. Uh, before we get to our first call, here's another word from our sponsor. Hey, sick and wrong listeners. This is Trucker Paul. I got to tell you about this wonderful porno place where you can buy jack-off machines, dildos, inflatable wives. I've bought them all. When I go home, I like to diddle my wife with a, a little dildo. When I'm on the road, I got my second wife, my blow-up doll, and my jack-off sleeve. Go to adamandeve.com. Type in the word diddle. D-I-D-D-L-E. And you'll get 50% off all your masturbation machines. Adios, lick my balls. I put a spell on you. So people got a few phone calls here sticking on Hotline. Um, one of these guys is a, he's a frequent caller, I'd say. Remember that guy that delivers pizzas? Uh-huh. That guy called back. <laughs> he's got a story about pizzas. 
Um, I like pizza. I do like pizza. I like pizza delivery. You know, I kind of want, if anybody drives Uber or for drives for Uber or drives for Lyft, you should call us and give us some of your Uber, especially if it's a sex story. I yeah. wonder, I wonder if we have any Uber drivers. Now that would be some good, um, some good marketing. If they played sick and wrong in Uber cars. Sure. I wonder if they, people would find that offensive. <laughs> Probably. One thing that Uber does around here is when, you know, if it's a Friday night or if they're, you know, it's clearly they're going to be picking up a lot of drunk people. They'll have like chips, like little bags of chips and bottles of water in the car that are free. Yeah, but I'm sure. This is the kind of shit I'm talking about. It's so much better than a cab. A cab would never do that. And if it did, you wouldn't eat it because you're just like, I'm not eating gross cab food. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure the water has like a cap full of GHB, and I'm sure the chips have rohypnol just like no, it's got all a over s- it. sealed cap. Yeah, but they it's inject, got that little ring. They inject the rohypnol like into. Okay, <laughs> you're like if Buffalo Bill picked you up. Yeah, you'd have to worry about that. But you know, Buffalo Bill could be anywhere in your life, and you'd never know. Broke Dick Thomas. Yeah, well, okay. like I said. <laughs> all right, I guess I'd rather be getting an Uber ride from Thomas than having him deliver my pizza. Yeah, see, pizza can be tampered with. Hey, very what's easily. going on, faggot? It's uh, the pizza boy again, and uh, fucking driving over to a call, but I just got back from one. Open the fucking door. This dude just fat dude. It's a fat fucking sodbuster, right? Like, John Steele would be impressed. But, walks out, fucking, like, you had, like, this, like, weird fucking gun thing, like, going on. And then you, and then, like, Wait, did he say gut thing or gunt thing? <laughs> Does it matter? Yeah, but can't, a man can't have a gunt. Hmm. You could use it as a term of abuse. You have like a lady's gunt. But, that, but the gunt refers to that like section of fat that hangs right over your genitalia. Right, but you could have that as a man. What, what are you going to call it? A punt? Did you see that video? I think I posted it to the Sick and Rock Song of the Week last week. But uh, the video of that fat guy getting the... He, I mean, the guy looks like he's like 600 pounds. Getting a lap dance or a belly dance from that uh, juggalette. Yes. It's so, all over the internet. That's what I'm picturing, this guy. To be like that big. Yeah. How, how did that even... Like, does that count technically as a lap dance? No. And I'm actually <laughs> offended by it because I've seen it called the lap dance. Like, oh, look at this fat guy getting a lap dance. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> don't authorize that guy being like oh i just have a big lap no you have a big fucking gut it's not your lap <laughs> you can't see your lap because the gut is too big the gut enveloped his lap there was right. no lap yeah it's impossible for you to get a lap dance sir don't call that a lap dance it clearly isn't a lap dance she was getting a gut dance the the purpose of the lap dance is the girl's really grinding up against your crotch and but you're too fat for the girl to get anywhere near your crotch Unless Think someone that, else sir. was lifting up his gut, then Which she might have really been able gross. to do it. <laughs> Especially if it's outside in the heat. Ugh. Right. Just a little bit underneath that was the hint of a dickhead. It was fucking was crazy. But to add on to that, his fucking boyfriend walked out of the next room <laughs> almost as big as him. Almost as big as him. Oh my God. And both just fucking naked. You got this fucking nut fog right in your face and throat it was pretty fucking bad anyway i thought i'd share that with you also pussies to add on to what that last guy said about you guys playing pussy ass songs of the week i've been trying to send in a song two songs for the past fucking two years and they never get fucking done put in 
the hypnophonic romance with a rapist. You fuckface. All right. Keep- I'm never playing that song ever. I, I kind of even- hate. I hate the gimmicky, sick and wrong songs. I hate that shit. What, what do you mean, like a gimmicky one? Like uh, the Chris Jenner know, one was like, kind of a gimmicky one. Her, well, th- no, because that was a real song that she thought was serious, and it's hilarious that th- she thought it was serious. What I don't like are these songs like, have you heard, heard this song about these guys about fucking a beaver? Or, you know, like, well, those are raping like comic a monkey? songs. I, that's what I'm saying. I don't like them. Well, what if about you're not the, Weird Al, what about give this it a rest. song? Like, this song is probably one of those, like, uh, those like rap metal bands like uh, not Limp Biscuit, but the Slipknot it probably sounds like Slipknot and it's really heavy and they're singing songs about like you know cutting some woman's labia off with a rusty knife or something and yeah I just think it's boring yeah the, the screamo bothers me the novelty songs I don't mind even though most of them are retarded but this one I, this one I'm not playing on principle by the way I already forgot what it would even said. Like, do you remember yeah, the name? I don't even know either. Nope. You know what? I'll, I'll dedicate the, the song of the week to him when we get Occasionally, to it. Occasionally, one of those songs is really well done. Like the uh, Puts the Lotion on Its Skin song. That, that's which a I actually good song. Like, I actually will re- listen to that song just on my own because it's a great song. It's a good song. The Greenskeeper. But just these like, yeah, the, these like, oh, it's a bluegrass version about, you know, fucking a dead person. But it's just not good. It's not catchy. What do you think of care. all these Game of Thrones uh, versions? Awful. Like uh, the, the bluegrass version of Game of Thrones and like Terrible. Uh, the classical version of Game of Thrones. Yeah, who cares? Are the guy doing all the Game of Thrones songs with his mouth acapella, fucking scat style? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> the so, sword songs about Game of Thrones are good. Well, yeah, it's like metal. Take the Black. Um, Just like the Led Zeppelin song about the Lord of the Rings is good. No, it's a real song. good songs. Yeah. Yeah. So if you were a 700-pound sob buster, would you just walk around naked because you're hiding your shame underneath your fat? Yeah, but he said it was poking out, which means this guy has an extra long dick, which is pretty impressive. Oh, he must. You know, I want to know what, how many pizzas were they ordering, A, what size were the pizzas, and what was on the pizza? The vegetarians. Yeah, but do you think they got like, so two enormous bears you know big huge fat gay guys do you think it was just one extra large pizza or do you think two extra no, large pizzas two extra large <laughs> do you think they ate an extra large by I themselves i mean i order an extra large yeah just for you by yourself yeah. yeah you I don't do. eat that in one sitting no i don't but i'm big on the leftovers so yeah, but i figure it usually costs like a dollar more and you're getting like a lot of more square inches of pizza that that i will then eat for like the rest of the week but so these two guys, though, I mean, if they're that big, do you think they can eat one whole pizza? Oh, yeah. <laughs> if they're as big, I mean, if they're as big as the guy in the Juggalette lamp, lap dance, for sure that guy can eat an extra large pizza. God, yeah, I wonder. Anyway, call us <laughs> What's back. What's wonder? Let's, I mean, it's, it's clear. Well, call us back. I'm, I want to know how many pizzas these guys ordered. They probably fold it up like a sandwich. <laughs> just the whole thing into just yeah. one? <laughs> Just What's really it. impressive about watching a person like that eat, eat like a whole pizza, is that, and then they'll drink like a two, an entire two liter of you know Coca Cola with it. Not Diet Coke, just oh, regular no. Coke. Right. But I don't think it's healthy to drink a two liter of Diet Coke either. No, it's not. No. It's horrible for you. You're basically putting a bunch of acid in your stomach. Yeah. After eating an entire pizza, which I don't even know how many calories is in an extra large pizza. 
You know, if you compare like pizzas to burgers, they're not that bad. Yeah, but the, an extra large. Yeah, it's bad, but it's not that bad. <laughs> but these guys need a lot of calories because they're big dudes. Um, the the second, chicken and the, the egg thing. The second call here is uh, a story about a party. All right. I'm, my name is Colin. I'm here uh, in Hartford, Connecticut with my friend Austin. And he's about to tell you the right, dude. most gnarly party story. I think. So, like, Colin and Austin from Hartford. I mean, these guys, clearly somebody could figure out who they were. <laughs> what do you, you think there aren't that many Collins in uh, Austin? Hartford. Or Hartford. In Hartford. Colin, Austin. Co- Colin and Austin a guy in Hartford. Na- Col- a, a guy named Colin who's friends with a guy named Austin and they're from Hartford. Yeah. How big Everybody, is Hartford? Like, not very big. Oh, it's a small town? It's big, but... Well, it's not small, but Colin and Austin. Hmm. Anyways. Just well, if you know them, that they this just might be an embarrassing themselves. story. I didn't, you know, I didn't even vet this call because we were running late today, so I haven't even listened to this. Oh, Jesus. On the fly. All right. So it all started on August of last year. I go out to the flagpole. We're all like smoking a bowl and all that. I'm wicked drunk. I just kind of down a whole bottle and had a couple of shots and a couple of beers. At the flagpole. And so my friend like dares me to climb up this flagpole. So I start like scalping this fucking thing like I'm a fucking building building climber or something. And <laughs> and um, I get to the summit of it and uh, my friend's like, "Oh, I'm gonna pant you, Austin. I'm gonna pant you." <laughs> He's saying he went to the flagpole. And he gets to the summit of the flagpole. Yeah, the summit of the flagpole. It's what everybody calls it. Common parlance. The, the, the summit of the flagpole is where he's at right now. But And his friend is going to pants him? Is his friend climbing up right behind him? Yeah, I'm sure this is really happening. It's um, going to buckle. Yeah, no, his friend's climbing up right behind him and he's going to pants him. So he goes there to smoke weed. He's climbing up the flagpole. Sounds a little gay. I mean, it sounds like the flagpole is the name of the gay bar. Meet me down at the flagpole. No, I mean, that's the thing. I'm saying this is, I think, a metaphorical story. This is like yeah. Brokeback Mountain in Hartford, Connecticut. Oh, this motherfucker pulled me down from a flagpole, and I go right over the hook where you wrap the rope around to hold the flag. It shows my whole scrotum open. I fall to the ground. I feel like it's like Jesus. a five-story drop to the ground. <laughs> I lay there laughing, but also like crying at the same time. And everyone's laughing, and like I still had to finish the blunt. The blunt was rolled. So I got up and finished the blunt. I go inside, and I notice there's like, blood on my hand. I had, no, I had no idea what happened to me. I check my hand, and it's like, oh, shit, there's a little cut on my balls. You know? So I take paper towels, stuff in between my nuts. And go in and continue playing flip cup. Jesus, I did not think this was going to go in that direction. Yeah, I think you should have vetted it. Yeah, I probably should have. So this guy... You stopped it at the flip cup, though. So this guy climbed a flagpole. I, I want to know. We should have like a little like a bingo pad for how many cool bro things he can incorporate into the story. No, this He's is definitely... The blunt, yeah, there's smoking a blunt, climbing the cup, flagpole. Drinking some shots. Pantsing a buddies, Pantsing. Yeah, um... Ripping your scrotum open. Throwing some date rape at the end. (laughs) Perfect bro story. What happened here? He climbs up the flagpole and his scrotum gets caught. Like, what was he wearing? Like, what what was he wearing? Like, how does that happen? Well, he got pantsed. Okay, but he's climbing, though. He was wearing pants and he was de-pantsed. While he was climbing. Yeah, and then his scrotum was exposed and he got caught in the flag rope hook. I mean, it got like caught inside of it and just ripped it open. 
Yeah, ripped it open. So that, but then he went down because he's so hard. He continued to smoke the blunt, and then I don't know. He used some tape or something to fix himself up. And he said he threw paper towels in there. Oh, paper towels. After two games, um, everyone's like Austin, Austin. You know. Wait. So he okay. He puts paper I thought he towel. Said his name was Colin. No, this is Colin's the uh, first caller. Austin's the guy telling the story. So Austin oh. rips his scrotum open, throws a couple paper towels in there. This guy's a regular um, uh, Mel Gibson guy. No, doesn't he sound like he's like um, the, the Road Warrior or something? It's like, bucket, rip my nuts open, just put some paper towel in there. And what are we playing? Beer pong? Because it sounds like he's like, I went and played a couple more games. They're probably playing beer pong. No, he says they're playing flip cup. What's the difference? It's different. <laughs> How different is Flip Cup than Beer Pong? I have no pong? idea. I've never played either one. Why is your blood like all of your hands and your legs? So I'm like, oh, shit. I, I had to check this bad boy out. <laughs> so I go to the bathroom, you know, check out my junk, and I look at, I look at it, and I'm like, fuck. My mom's going to be so pissed. <laughs> I have my left nut hanging out of my scrotum. Jesus. Fucking horribly. And I go outside, I'm like, I call a person who pulled me out of flight, my good friend Noah. I'm like, no, no, no. My my ball's out of my sack. He's like, no, no, it's not. No, it's not. So everyone like, surrounds around me, like, asking me all these fucking questions. Like, blah, blah, blah. They, 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 I'm like, making this up. So we have this one girl who's going in for nursing. And, like, we're right we're about to go into college, so I'm as qualified as being a nurse as she is. So everyone's like, oh, let, let, let's look at your fucking balls. So we go in the bathroom, and she takes a pig, and she's like, oh, my fucking God. You need to go to the ER right now. You know, that's the opposite reaction I want when a girl looks at my balls. Right. You know, that that's just, that sucks. I mean, what would happen if he wasn't injured and he was just doing that? He just wanted to take this girl to the bathroom to show him her balls, show him his balls, you know? Like a Ted Kennedy maneuver? <laughs> I wonder if that would work. Oh, I think there's uh, something wrong with my nutsack. <laughs> Come and take a look at it. I don't mind if I do. Next thing you know, it's like Senator. <laughs> I was uh climbing the flagpole earlier, <laughs> and uh, then I came down and played some flip cup. But next thing you know, I injured my scrotum. <laughs> Something wrong with my balls. So I go to the ER, and my nuts are ripped open, and there it is, fucking left. I'll send you the picture if you want, but it's a little, it's a yeah, little I do. Don't. The human eyes. I do. Keep it sick, keep it wrong. Keep it sick, keep it wrong. Love you. Kisses. Can be the next t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what we should have. Keep it sick, keep it wrong, and this dude's ball hanging out of his nutsack. These two guys should have their own podcast. What, call it the, uh, the, the Torn Scrotum Podcast? No, I'm sure this kind of shit happens to him all the time. Every, new, every week something new, just With like us. So like, but and he's got his friend just giggling uncontrollably at his story. <laughs> <laughs> See, just like you. What if you called it broadcast? Sure. Is there a broadcast? He is a broadcast, but you think I mean, you could use an alternate spelling like B R E A U X or something. You know, Bro. these guys. How old do you think the French. Guys are? They're going to college. They're probably nineteen or twenty. It's a perfect time to start a podcast. You can get all kinds of laid in college because you have a po- you can be like, hey, baby, you want to be on my podcast? We have like 40 listeners. I'm sure there's a lot of podcasts. I bet you they have classes in podcasting in college. Oh, my dear You God. should teach one. 
You should teach one at Alameda learn. Community College. Maybe I could. Maybe <laughs> I will. So I just picture like I do. I mean, they have those bullshit. Uh, I know they have those bullshit like you know new media classes. I picture four Filipino men. I'm going to In do the a class? podcast. <laughs> There's you're, a lot of young people. You're going just like class. Pull out your pencils. Pull out <laughs> your piece, pencil and piece of paper. It's going to be a test. Better see you taking good notes. <laughs> Put that crossword away, son. But when you were this age, didn't you do crazy bro stuff too? Didn't you climb flagpoles? Didn't you didn't you de-pants your friends? Yeah, but if I cut my nutsack open, I wouldn't be like playing more like hacky sacking, I guess, that we would, we would have been doing. I never, uh, I never cut my nuts open, but I remember... Uh, I know I talked about this show, but like for when I was a senior, it was in between my junior and senior year, my parents went away for like a month and a half to like Florida, and uh, they stayed at someone's house down in Florida with my sister and her friend. Is this story going to be as long as Austin's? <laughs> no, but anyway, okay. uh, I just had like a series of parties, and so I borrowed someone's uh, spree or moped, was driving it around, hit a tree stump, flew into a tree, and just completely just tore apart my shoulder, like dislocated it and everything. And I oh, just didn't speaking, speaking of Mel Gibson. Well, I just didn't do anything about it because I was just wasted and yeah. just didn't even think about it. So Gibson this guy, now? you know, he rips his nuts open, but he's loaded. He's so drunk, he's just kind of like whatever. And and that's the thing, mm-hmm. you don't realize it till someone else tells you. Like you know, I realized it the next morning when I woke up and then, like the whole side, I couldn't even move my arm, and I had to go get, I go to mer- the emergency room. That's what this guy had to do. And you do that when you're young, but if you do it now, like at our age, at forty. Then oh, people you know. think you have a, a drinking problem. <laughs> they do. You know, I was at the bar several we three weeks ago, and this guy was telling me a story. And I'd heard, it was when I was on vacation, so I heard about it after the fact, and I didn't really pay a lot of attention. But he said, he, had this, he was like talking like this. You know how some people just talk like that? It's because they talk all the Mickey time. Mickey shut up. Yeah. And he's smoking, and we're my girlfriend is smoking. I I have quit smoking, so I wasn't smoking, but I was back there in the smoking area. You didn't have your e-cigarette? You weren't vaping? Maybe I was vaping. <laughs> to tell the truth, this is how lame my story is. I was vaping, and uh, but anyways, the guy goes, "Yeah, you guys probably know me. I'm the guy who got stabbed in the neck." And I'm like, "Somebody did tell me about somebody getting stabbed in the neck." And he told this proceeds to tell the whole story, which I had heard, so I kind of corroborated it. This dude was drunk, and he went to the bus stop, and some old lady was asking him for money, and he's like, "No, no. well, he didn't talk like that back then. That's the point of the story. He's like, "No, I don't have any money." And it was a scam, and then this kid came up behind him and sliced his neck open <laughs> and took his wallet, and him and the old lady ran away. And uh, but the story went that the dude. Uh, you know, he went on and on about how he was a Navy. Jesus. I don't know if he said he was a Navy SEAL. Maybe he was a Navy SEAL or some paratrooper or something, Marine paratrooper. And he's like, I but you know a lot of uh, CPR and shit, whatever, first day. And so I just went back. I was drunk, though. So I went back to my uh, apartment and just slept it off to the next day. With, with a, a sliced open neck. A sliced open neck. God. <laughs> Which I don't know. I only I, told I, that story because you're skeptical. right. Because I was like, oh, I was a little bit skeptical. But he did. He had the scratchy voice and you could see the scar. But I'm like, why didn't you just call 911 and go to the emergency room, dude? And like you said, I'm like, we have a bit of a drinking problem. Yeah, no, no, this guy, like, yeah, I mean, I'm 
this guy has a severe drinking problem. If you don't know that your neck is sliced open, you don't just fall asleep over that. He was a bigger guy and had kind of a fat neck, which I guess is a good thing if somebody's going to try and slice your neck open. Yeah, no, maybe that helps. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I wonder what this guy's nutsack. I mean, if they, do, I mean, do you think it looks normal? Do you think there's a big, just huge scar in there? <laughs> Does anybody's nutsack look normal? It's kind of a freaky yeah, body part. Yeah, it's kind part. of a weird looking. Uh, like it's like a shriveled up fleshy sack. Probably doesn't really yeah. matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, here's the last call. Hey, what's going on, you faggots? Um, so I'm listening to the last episode, and you're. Uh, you know that language is kind of hurtful. Said that it certainly is. I, you know when when did that become like an intro to these calls? Like, I mean, I, I don't faggots. even care, but I have a lot of gay friends that might not appreciate it. No, my brother, yeah, I don't think would, would like well, that. Well, your, bro- your brother, your brother's just a <laughs> your brother's just a punching bag for abuse. I mean, that's all fair game. Yeah, but you know what? I have though? friends who I don't who aren't as much of a punching bag. Who you know they listen to the show. Yeah, but I think my brother actually would be happy that people are calling us faggots. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. So. He, your brother has called me a faggot before, so. Yeah, ma- many times. Point. But anyway, it's, uh, when did this become like uh, something to say on the. Say Dean Lance. Stories of the new shit story. So I got a shit story for you. Or actually, a piss story for you. What am I talking about? Get it straight. Right, so, okay, uh, can you pause uh, it though? Ago, I mean, because that, I, uh, the uh, I, hiatus is over, I guess, now officially. Because we did some shit kind of stories recently. Yeah, but so. this guy's confused. He said he had a shit story, but he actually has a piss story. It all comes out of that same end of your yeah. body. Well, but I mean, there's two different substances. True. That is true. For driving without a license, you know, you get busted with driving without a license. Sometimes they actually do arrest you and impound your car the whole nine. So it's it's not that day. It's uh, you know a you know month and a half or whatever later, and I actually have to go to court. Now I'm in college at the time. I'm running late. I uh, you know put on my shitty button-down shirt and try to look as professional as possible for, you know, a 24-year-old. I think I went to college late, so don't call me stupid. Uh, a 24-year-old asshole, you know, who basically doesn't want to keep his license because he doesn't like to pay fines. So I'm in my driveway. I'm about to back out of my driveway, and there's a blind spot. As I pull out, there's a Jeep Grand Cherokee. I'm driving a Honda. Jeep Grand Cherokee coming down the road, barreling. Now, remember, I'm just in a fucking hurry, so I, that's why I just pulled out. You know, I see him. I got a standard, I put it in drive, I go to try to go forward, man, doesn't go forward fast enough. This old man, like 65 years old, shears the trunk off the back of my Honda. One of the scariest <laughs> things that ever happened to me in my life. I thought I was dying. This guy was barreling down the road doing like 50 miles an hour. It's about the T-bone me. I got out of the way, but it took out my, my, my trunk. So I get out of the car. My friend is in, in the apartment, and he comes running down. We're looking at the car. I'm shaking. You know, the old man's shaking. I'm thinking he's going to have a heart attack. How fast is this whole guy going? He said he was going 50. You think 50 miles an hour? Yeah, that's what he said. So this guy backed up and the dude just nailed him. T-boned. Yeah. Well, it sounds like he backed up, then he, he thought he was going to make it, and then he was like, oh shit, he's coming too way too fast, and then he pulled back in, but he didn't pull back in fast enough, and yeah, he got he nailed the end like of his the, car. The, the tip of end. his trunk. Have you ever been in an accident where you get that, that I guess, uh, that much velocity? Uh, no. With impact? They're the fastest I've ever, like, has been like a 40 mile an hour accident. Knock on I wood. pulled out, I remember one time when I was uh, running apartments, I pulled out of a parking, like a, a parallel park, and I pulled out of the spot, and I was just I was so hungover, and I pulled out, and some guy nailed me going like 35 miles an hour, just took the whole front end of my car, my mm-hmm. door couldn't close properly. The Lumina? No, the Monte Carlo. Oh, it was a Monte Carlo. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the door was all smashed up. 
and the but I mean I could still drive. And I went to work, and I was driving people around trying to rent apartments. But I'm had to hold yeah, my door imagine shut. Imagine this, people: you're you're trying to get a fucking apartment, and you're in a shitty situation because you're in a dumb city like Chicago where you can't get an apartment without a broker. And so you fucking get it. You sign up with the brokerage, and you show up, and it's fucking D Simon in in my yeah. car, and I have to hold in my your door car that's open. All fucking shitty and <laughs> busted. <laughs> I've got some fine apartments to show you, but I'm still blasting way, Biggie Smalls and Tupac. Did you hear about this lady who fucked a deer, a deer in the woods? <laughs> this apartment's only 900 bucks a month. And it's, it's, it's got a washer dryer in the unit. Hey, cause there's kids there, you know, trying to take care of them. And uh, my friend goes, what the hell happened? Did you just sit down in something? And I was like, no, what are you talking about? And he says, the back of your pants are all wet. I'm like, what the fuck <laughs> are you talking about? So uh, I check it out. Now, the front of my pants are wet, but the back of my pants are wet. That's what bad. happened is, is when I got hit, I pissed myself sitting down. It looked like I pissed myself like a girl. I still hear about this till this day. The day I guess it I would look like, like that. Keep it sick, keep it wrong. I guess it would look like that because the guy's sitting down says the whole his whole ass is probably wet. <laughs> I feel like if I was sitting it depends where your dick is arranged, really. <laughs> yeah, but it would still go down. I mean, you're pissing. Yeah, you know I don't what know. though? They, I gotta say, we'll you, to perform some experiments. Yeah, but you kind of this guy gets a pass. I mean, you just got nailed by some guy going fifty miles an hour. I'd probably I probably piss myself too. You peed like a, f- a frightened hamster. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's lucky he didn't shit himself. That would be worse. Well, you ever know your friends ever have a dog that like you know it's just a piece of shit? Was Stephanie's dog like this? Like it would get mildly startled, it would just piss all over. You're just like, what the fuck? No, my sister's dog Coco. When she got startled, or as she got old, she would start, just start shaking and just pissing and like you know uncontrollably all over the floor. This kind of sounds like Gross. this guy. This guy's a lot like Coco, my sister's Maltese poodle. I got Maybe, hit. Uh, in I got, the past I got life. in an accident. Peed my pants. <laughs> what do you do in that case? Do you get out of the car and just berate the old man? Why are you driving so fast? Made me piss my fucking pants. <laughs> me too you owe me Sonny. a new pair of dockers <laughs> going to jail or court I mean anyway we should, have a, we should have a piss story segment seems like we've been getting a lot of those lately I feel like we just get a lot of I got really drunk and woke up and the bed was soaking yeah that's happened to everyone let's, let's not do that People, uh, call the show, 206-666-3846 I don't have time for emails um, if you're listening to the show we appreciate when you listen to, to iTunes. Um, I recently actually fixed the RSS feed, so we got a bunch of old episodes up on iTunes. We also uh, transferred a lot of our older episodes to our new host, Blueberry.com. Thanks to everybody who donated. You helped us with our hosting fees. Uh, we really appreciate that, actually. I, I was overwhelmed by it. Makes me uh, encouraged to keep doing the show. Not wackily. Special prizes will come soon, is that true? Yeah, no, the people who donate over 25 bucks, we will give you something. It takes us a while, but we will give you something. Mark my words. I know it's I saved it. I saved it. I saved the donation emails, so I know who donated over 25 bucks, and people that did. We appreciate anyone who donated anything. I mean, seriously, it's very, it's very cool. I was overwhelmed by the response. And yeah, we'll keep the show going, because now we can pay our hosting fees. So if you want to listen to back episodes, go to Blueberry which is like B-L-U-B-R-R-Y. I think they're, they, they removed the E's. 
Uh, and then just do a search for Sick and Wrong. Our, our, all of our old episodes are, are up there. Um, also, Sick and Wrong t-shirts are coming soon. I finalized the design. I, I have received an official quote. I'm going to place the order probably this week. So we're going to have new tees up on the site very soon. Uh, in the meantime, we do have some extra larges and some largers left. So go to sickandwrongpodcast.com slash store if you must have a t-shirt right now. <coughs> um. Uh, the Sick and Wrong Song of the Week. Actually, the Sick and Wrong Song of the Week was originally sent in via Facebook from uh, Almo. This guy's name is Almo. Not Elmo. Almo. A-L-M-O. Almo. <laughs> he sends in this link called Hip Hop Hasidism. So it was like a hip hop Hasid song. Like, like a, a hip hop song sung by Hasids. So I know this guy. is from Brooklyn. The, the guy that's singing this? Well, I know there's a Hasid guy who's like a hip-hop star from Brooklyn. I'm not sure if this is that guy. Might be different. This, well, this kind of looked like, like some kind of novelty YouTube act. It was terrible. This is like some dumbasses looking like they're wearing like a Halloween Hasidic costume. Um. And then rapping about the, sh- the Sabbath and different Jewish terms. And, yeah. uh, you know, quite frankly, it was a bit sacrilegious. Not, not just to Jews, but to Notorious B.I.G. because it was over-hypnotized me. You know that song? That was the beat that they had, yeah. they were rapping over. It was terrible. It was a terrible song. So I want to say, if you're going to play a Jewish rap group parody novelty act, just go to, there's only one. There's only one. Because the, the hip-hop Hasidism song that you sent, Elmo, is just totally wickety whack as far as rap goes. If you want to go to a legitimate, if you want to play a legitimate Jewish rap song, you got to play Two Live Jews. You remember them? No. Two Live Jews. It was like early 90s this came out. Rap parody group. There are two old guys. One, guy's, the one guy was MC Moisha. The other guy was Easy Irving. And they're amazing. So the, I'm going to play this. I'm going to the, end the show here with Two Live Jews as kosher as they want to be. And it's, it's a pretty amazing <laughs> song. So we're going to end the, end the show here with that. Um, Wackley, I hope you enjoy camping this weekend. I know you're going camping with my sister. Well, not exclusively. No, but I mean, with my sister, your sister, my sister and Jer and a, and a group of other people. Right, um, as a group. What are you going to do if my sister gets really wasted and has IBS in your tent? I'll sleep in her tent and she'll sleep in my tent. <laughs> yeah, but what if you're sleeping and she's just wasted? I mean, wasted? your sister has, does, the thing that I'm worried about is your sister has, this, she gets drunk at these types of events and she has this like ultra mean streak that I don't see in you or Jeffrey where she'll like do some fucked up shit to you because she thinks it's funny. Like, you know, she'll like like dump an entire bucket of water on you or something while you're sleeping. And she does worse that shit kind of than shit. that to you. I don't know why. Right. Like my sister will get and, and it's funny because Jer likes it when it's in a large group because it's misdirected. It's not directed to him, right. and she sees wackerly. And for some reason, my sister gets really wasted. She just wants to do something really mean to wackerly. I'm trying to think if I've gotten back at her recently because that's when I'm in my most dangerous state. Well, you're if also I've in back your at most... her, and then she's like, and she's just thinking about it, and I forget. Yeah, but you're also in your most vulnerable because you're wasted. That's what I mean. You might right. pass out. My sister is just like, now's the time to do something really mean to Wackerly. So I'm looking forward to next week's show, episode uh, 444. Where we get to hear about the mean shit that my sister did to you when you passed I'm out. I'm hoping nothing happens. Oh, I'm hoping there's a story. 
I'm gonna have to be on my guard. There's kind of, kind of a cliffhanger here. I'm sick and wrong. Because there's also water. stories like when your sister went camping with Jer and some people. I wasn't on this trip, but she then she went to take a she went to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night in the outhouse, and accidentally like put her hand like in, on the shit. And then ended up sleeping with Jer with, like, shit all over her hands the rest of the night. I think she was too drunk, and she didn't even make it to the outhouse. And just shit all over the floor or something and fell in it. And then didn't go and wash, yeah, it, wash yeah. it off. She just went right back it's to really the tent. Disgusting. And got in the, in the sleeping bag with Jer. Yeah. So I kind of hope something similar happens to you. We'll, we'll find out next well, week. Well, I, I hope something similar happens to Jer, and I can talk <laughs> about it. It didn't happen to me, is what I'm hoping. <laughs> We'll see. We're, we're leaving you with a cliffhanger, people. We'll be back yeah. next week with episode uh, 444. Four, four. Till then, take a sleazy. Good night. Hungry, haven't eaten days. Go ahead. Attention, all you sucker crews. Attention. Attention. Ah, easy, Irving. These kids, they never listen. Shut up, you little mashugana brat. The hell with this. Easy, Irving. Kick it on the one. The what? The one, you idiot. The one. Oh, the one. You got it. Well, freeze in your tracks, you dumb sucker crew. Cause we got that dope beat, fresh, funky, and new. Well, this track's laid down by the moisture MC. And my homeboy, Easy Irving, he's as deaf as can be. What? You know, we don't eat pork, beef, crab, or ham. Just a little man, the shepherd, and some point up. And we don't work on Friday, it's the Sabbath, you see. Cause we are two live Jews. And we're kosher as we wanna be. Totally sorry, but the, it didn't sound good. No, you are sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, motherfucker. <laughs> You're not bugging me at all. What? All right, yeah. Can we can we do it one more time? I want to get the uh, those two things for again. For so it just didn't come out that that good that time. So okay. Okay, wait a minute. You want me to do both of them again? Yeah, yeah. So do um. Actually, we're gonna do uh. You're listening to Sick and Wrong. This is Bob Madigan. You're listening to Sick and Wrong with Dean Lance. With who? With uh, D and Lance. So, this, this is Bob Madigan. You're listening to Sick and Wrong. Just do that. Yeah. Okay. You uh, ready? I'm ready. This is Bob Madigan.
a.k.a. Donkey Daddy, and you're listening to Sick and Wrong. <laughs> 